our world is built on relationships. As colleagues or as leaders in, in, in a business enterprise or in a nonprofit organization, we have to ask ourselves, is the work we're asking the people to do actually valuable? And does collaboration add value to that work? That's Dan Ryder, a design thinking teacher and improv coach from Maine. I first spotted Dan at South by Southwest wearing his bright orange beanie. But for this episode of Change the Narrative, we hear his advice about how to find the right collaborators when you're not at a conference and why building your professional network is so important. This episode of Change the Narrative is sponsored by Book Creator, a simple tool for creating awesome digital books. Create your own digital resources or have students take the reins. Available for both Chrome and iOS devices. Visit bookcreator.com ctn for your chance to win a free 12-month subscription. This is Change the Narrative, the podcast about innovation in education and the workplace. I'm your host and tour guide, Michael Hernandez. How can we do that? Well, by meeting other, other, other people. Pe- people with different views, people with different faiths, people with different... Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Listen to these high school students working on a project. The creative chaos is electric. It's not what we usually think of when we talk about a productive classroom. I was leading a journalism workshop about developing podcasts. I know, go figure, right? The excitement the students exuded was authentic. They really cared about the project and how it turned out. One of the things I like best about teaching in a collaborative classroom is that I actually learn a lot from my students. If I let my guard down and stop pretending that I'm the smartest person in the room, I can become an education collaborator and work with my students on creating great experiences that elevate everyone's learning, including my own. Working with other people can be messy, but it's also a great opportunity to get perspective and amplify good ideas. So why don't we do this more often? I know that my best work, including the podcast you're listening to right now, is a result of having a supportive network of colleagues outside of my immediate workspace. It's a big world full of smart, talented people So why don't we seek them out to help make your ideas even better? What project do you want to work on? And where can you find experts outside of your immediate workspace to help you achieve your goals? Let's find out. Dan Ryder is an English teacher and improv coach by day and author and education consultant also by day at Mount Blue Campus in Farmington, Maine. Dan is all about design thinking as a process and a teaching strategy and leads trainings for teachers and students all over the country. He is an Apple Distinguished Educator and has a ton of other recognitions too, including the most recent one being named one of the top five finalists for the NEA Foundation's Horace Mann Award for Teaching Excellence. Congratulations, Dan. Thank you, my friend. Um, And your book, Intention, Critical Creativity in the Classroom, was released last year too. That was pretty impressive. I'm a big fan of that as well. I'm thinking like how lucky I am because you and I met at South by Southwest a couple years ago through a mutual friend and you've become sort of one of my uh, best co-conspirators and thought agitators. Yes, I agreed, right? Like, I feel (laughs) so the same way. So how do you, like, how do you find co-conspirators? Like, where do you find people that, like, make you think differently or support you or make it safe to fail and all these things you're talking about? Twitter. Every, I I have met probably two or three hundred people that I've now met in real life that I think are some of the most interesting and fascinating people in the world. My interactions on Twitter feel very authentic and very real to me. They, they don't feel trite. They don't feel like 
um, it, it, you know, I'm just saying what someone, I don't feel like I put a lot out there where it's just what people want to hear. I try to, I try to amplify things that I think are important. Um, but most of the time I'm interacting with people, whatever your form of connection makes sense to you. I think we all just need to find one because you, you're not going to be able to go to conferences. You're not going to be able to go to stuff. You got to have that personal team of curators who are helping you like find the good stuff. One of the reasons I think I have a pretty decent network of amazing people is I try to be authentically myself all the time. And people are drawn to authenticity. Like I love being around people who I feel like are legit, right? And people are like, how could you possibly have this many friends that you call friends that you never see? I'm like, yeah, but they're, they're my friends because friendship is built on, on uh, an emotional intimacy and, a, and an intellectual intimacy. It, you don't have to be in their presence. But if you feel like you really know parts of who they are, then you feel like you can do things with them because you know you're, you trust them and you trust them that you're going to be in it together. Or you're going to have like some great idea. As, as many bad things are out there on the internet, there are glorious people on the internet. And finding a form of communicating with others um, and connecting to others in a way that feels authentic to you is such a vital thing as a professional in any world of work these days. Because um, I think so many of us just feel isolated. Even when we're working with people every day, we feel, you know, we're the only ones who feel this or we're the only ones who know this or no one really understands it. Um, or we feel, you know, we feel the imposter syndrome. Am I really like, I'm not really that good at what I do. I'm constantly comparing myself to others. So building those relationships is so helpful. Sometimes it's just some affirmation. A lot of times it's finding somebody that is benefiting from what you have to say to them and you're benefiting what they have to say to you. And you can find those in social media. Social media does not have to be the land of trolls. Like that's a, that's a choice you can make. You know, I liken it to like, so if your town is full of jerks, why hang out around the jerks? Like go hang out with the cool people, you weirdos. Like, oh, I just hate it. It's just, it's all just full of people who are block, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, don't go to that bar. <laughs> like, why do you keep going back to the bar that sucks? Go to a good one. And if someone's like, well, there isn't a good one. I'm like, then make one. Because all you need for a bar is a garage. <laughs> like, and friends. <laughs> so stop. So what are some projects that you're working on right now that you're really excited about? So the one I'm most excited about right now, right this moment, is I'm writing a, a comic book on how educators can use the process of making comics to help students better learn the English language and be critical thinkers. So it's a comic book about how to use comic, how to make comics in the service of learning language and critical thinking. That's the one I'm the most like, like uber geeked about. And then I've got 500 projects going on in this <laughs> place over here. Like oh, so many sound booths and and portable classroom spaces and all kinds of stuff. Great. Well, to. I can't wait to uh, read your comic book while sitting in your garage bar. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, my garage bar is a nightmare. You don't want... My garage, <laughs> is come, my garage is literally falling down as we speak. As long as you've got craft beer, we'll be okay. <laughs> right? Well, it's yeah. Maine. We got lost per capita. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, where can people find you and connect with you uh, and see more about your work? So the best way to connect with me is on uh, Twitter or Instagram. And that's at Wicked Decent, uh, Wicked, D 
decent, D-E-C-E-N-T. So it's all one word. Um, and that's a main phrase because sometimes stuff isn't just good. It's wicked decent. And um, so that's where you can find me on, on Twitter and uh, Instagram uh, and Medium as well. Uh, you can find my website is danrider207.com. And you can find out about our book at intentionthebook.online. Wow, that's awesome. Well, thanks so much for being with us on the show today. I really appreciate it, Dan. Dude, this is so great. I'm sorry I didn't let you have any words. Um, <laughs> I think I need to start a podcast where I have people come on and I don't talk. But you've got so many words. Like, how could I, I not I, let I you do. them? <laughs> I do. I just applied to like six colleges with the, with the, like in the space of this podcast. <laughs> We've got more about Dan, including links to his website and his book in the notes for this episode at changethenarrative.net. Create, read, publish. Education is changing. Bring creativity into your classroom with Book Creator, the one app you'll need for any grade level or subject. Available for both Chrome and iOS devices. Visit bookcreator.com CTN for your chance to win a free 12-month subscription.